This last year has been rough, and with unemployment rates at an all-time high, we can definitely use some help finding more ways to make money during this tough time. I mean, you literally have to become your own boss in 2021. But luckily, with the How to Start Your Freelance Business Guide, you can learn how to scale that side hustle or passion project into a full-blown first or second stream of income. I'm literally doing it right now with my podcast. In this book, you'll find out what kind of freelance business you can start and some useful goals you can use to set for your business. You'll also learn the importance of a business plan and how to create a powerful one. You'll get tips on how to find more clients and a whole lot more incredible info. So head to the link in my show notes to get your copy today and go out there and get the money, man or sis. You're listening to Club Management. I'm your host, Shannon Dawson. And on this show, we chat with artists, industry professionals, and DJs on how they're changing their communities through music. You can listen to the show on any of your favorite streaming platforms like SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Just type Club Management. And this is episode 35. We're 35 episodes. That's wild to even speak out of my mouth. <laughs> We're moving fast too. So I want to give a big shout out quickly to S.Music and Annie Innocent on SoundCloud for following. Really happy to have you a part of the club management community. And big shout out to all the homies in Asia, all my brothers and sisters out there that are listening. And we've got some folks near Oceania who have been downloading the show. That's wild. When I saw that, I was like, yo, do I know anybody from Oceania? (laughs) Because that rocks. I'm happy and I hope I get to know you. Um, But yes, thank you so much for locking in all the locked in gang. I really appreciate you. You know, we're almost finished with the first month of the new year. So I hope everyone is staying true to their goals for this year and really keeping that foot on the gas. You know, I recently made a really cool decision to just kind of make some total lifestyle changes. Um, And one of them was just cutting back on alcohol or like getting rid of it for the month. Uh, And shout out for the people who reached out to see what was going on with me earlier this month. I actually had to go to surgery because I had to get this really awful polyp removed from my nose um and I had been dealing with this for a while actually like it's funny because the interview that you're going to hear today there's a little clip from an interview that I did with this same artist six years ago and you can literally hear the nasally (laughs) you can literally hear that my nasal passages were blocked back then so um It's so nice to feel good. And um, I just want to try and challenge myself to see what other things I can cut out. You know, I'm a real big pasta eater. I love bread. I'm trying to get rid of that this month and then keep that going into the new year. Um, And it's really just about testing myself. You know, I think that we trick our minds so much, but our minds are really so strong if we we stick to what we're trying to obtain as a goal. And um, this is beyond just health. This is about like, how am I keeping up a great routine, especially now that we're in quarantine, we can't go out so much um, and still push myself to get all those goals. So, so yeah, you know, let me know how you're doing out there. Are you keeping that foot on the pedal? Because, you know, we're almost one month down into the new year. We got to keep up that same energy. So let me know in the comments. Um, And 
please join me on Twitch. I'm on there on Fridays and Saturdays. I'm having so much fun. I'm going to be on there on Friday from 7 to 9, just playing a whole bunch of funky stuff uh, from Global Bass, Jersey Club, Hip Hop, you name it. And then on Saturdays, I kind of tone it down with a morning show from 10 to 12. And I'm having a good time just playing some smooth, ambient, funky house. Um, it's just so much fun. So I'll have all that information in the comments below so you can check me out over there. Now for today's show, I know someone else who's been setting some really great intentions and keeping that foot on the pedal for the last couple of years. It's Brain Orchestra on Pop Call, No Wave Radio. Let's go. Andrew Mello produces music under the moniker Brain Orchestra, and I've had my ear plugged into the producer since 2015. I invited him on my underground radio show at the time called Pop Cult, and he threw down a killer set of all his original material. At the time, we were talking about his new album, Art of Progress. And even then, you could hear the excitement and passion that Andrew had in his craft. I mean, he was on it. And I actually found the interview that we did together six years ago. Check this out. Um, yeah, you talked about the new album. I had a chance to listen to it a little bit this morning because it just dropped today, Art of Progress. Yeah, that was a little a little prefix menu <laughs> until I dropped the orchestra too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I really, Art of Progress was just one of those tapes that I, uh, I, I had a couple beats that were very, very texturized sample-wise. Yeah. I, was, I was going deep into my, my sample value. If you listen to these beats, they have a starting point and they build mm. and it's all through sampling and right. it's supposed to make you you know understand that there's like this very progressive music this is not just you know people people classify oh y'all boom bad heads y'all yeah, stuck in the yeah. 90s like it's none of that because we all have respect for everything that's going on exactly. everyone got their grind and i got a couple things in the vault that people don't even know about that's that's you know a little bit more universal totally. for everyone to mess with you know what i mean yeah Brain Orchestra has made a name for himself throughout his home state of New Jersey and now internationally with his heavily sampled and meticulously crafted hip hop beats. With major influences from other beat making greats like the late MF Doom and Jay Dilla, Brain Orchestra is cementing his own style and flair right in line with his idols. And his latest projects from the 908. Burn it slow like rotisserie roast This ain't your average form of wizardry bro Be getting notes and toe Sacred And the wizard swirl are a testament to that Three compilations of luscious samples And nostalgic beats that really get your head moving Since the last time we've met I've seen the burgeoning producer Not only kill it behind the MPC but Brain Orchestra has stepped in front of the mic to show off his wicked rhyming skills. Maybe a clue could get you started on assumptions. I can't quite put my thumb on it, but I'ma take the cake and run with it. Now, almost six years later, we finally had a chance to catch up. And he's gearing up to release a new project called E-Town General. Um, but man, it's so nice to see you. Yeah, same, yo. It's been a minute. It's been like four, what, like four or five years since we last spoke, I think? Yeah, like, um, I guess, uh, phys physically talking, yeah, we've always kept in touch, but yeah. 
since the since no wave yeah she was crazy yeah that's wild um and back then you you had that that hunger and you had that drive to to be doing what you're doing now you know so it's so exciting to see you literally just like take a hold of your career and just flourish you know what i'm saying yeah i think about that that day a lot i was telling my girlfriend about it like yeah i really got on no wave like (laughs) right before before that shit went under but that was like the most like that was like nts like raw and uncut like you know what i'm saying people were bugging on that radio station that shit was awesome bro yeah it was it was and now that i think about it like no way was that kind of like introduction to yeah the they had like now. blackout boys before asap got big they right. had uh uh man what's uh man these one guys from new york man i can't uh yeah rat king and wiki uh and and wiki and all them mm-hmm. um there's these other dudes that that were pretty big. Uh, they were a little more like on that vulgar New York rap shit. I yeah. forgot their name though. Oh, bitches is crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's why I first. That's why I first heard uh, any song by them was on No Wave. I was like, yo, this is the craziest rap music I ever heard in my life. And then I saw their video. I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yo, yeah. yeah, it was dope. Uh, but yeah, so let's talk a little bit about that. Well, first, I want to back up. Like, how are you doing right now in all of this chaos that's happening around the world? Are you Are you good? Thank- how are you? Yeah, thankfully I'm good. I'm just yeah. Uh, you know. Corona started. I had to, uh, I had to stop a lot of planning. I was going to go to Europe and mm-hmm. do some floating around in Europe. Uh, I was going to set up another tour, you know, things got a little, uh, just got a little like overturned super quick. I had lost my job. So I was like mm-hmm. in a bit of like a rough patch, but I really, I really had that decision to like, just lock in and focus on like the brand and, you know, myself personally and how, yeah. how I could like just work at a better pace for myself and my, like for my personal life and then for my music. And it's really like helped out because I've gotten like a more clear vision of like the things I want to do, mm-hmm. the way I want to give out music. Um, I was blessed with a lot of opportunity, even yeah. with through Corona. So like, you know, things happen and, you know, it's, 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 uh, I'm grateful basically, like, cause shit could have just been, you know, right, I'm not right. touring. I'm not, you know me, I'll be playing shows. I'll be touring. I was like, damn, this is like that, what that last piece, you know? So I had to like gear up and figure out how to, how to approach next, this year, basically 2021. Right, right, right. I have heard that from a lot of artists though, that even though this year was chaotic, it's been a great time to reassess on how you want to plan forward and move yeah new opportunities emerged, yeah you know? a lot of reflection and and just everybody was home everybody was taking in all types of information so it was like if you was giving it out giving music out providing you know people gained it a little closer you know like they, they gained a little closer to your branding and music like mm-hmm. i never sold as much vinyl ever in my life like yeah yeah i was watching you on twitter was, you were saying that you have sold like Upwards of like what, what, five hundred or something? Yeah, I, I sold out my first pressing, which was two hundred fifty pressings. Wow. Uh, my other two pressings, which were both a hundred. Wow. Another close to a hundred on my newer joint, a bunch of seven inches. You right. know, so I was just like, damn, like when I really put did my stock, I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. Like things are really like you know. So you know, I gotta thank people at home that 
still took their time to like, you know, they, they supported music and found, you know, that comfort and to right. me and other artists like me. And, you know, it kind of went full circle. Like everybody, you know, right. we were getting supported. We were getting, we were able to continue our life. So at the same time, it was, it was, it was cool. Cause we were able to just lock in, you know, like, and, and get those things together. Yeah. I also think that's so cool that now your piece of work lives on vinyl, right? Like there's something so symbolic and nostalgic about that, you know? It's so <laughs> crazy. I mean, my, after I did it the first time, because like I would, you know, I come from sampling vinyl too. So it was like, I was like, damn, it's like finding a gem on vinyl or, or going to the store and seeing mm-hmm. like your friends work on vinyl or your favorite rap album from 30 years ago and you buy it because it's like yo like this shit it's immortalized now so after i did it my first time i was like i got like fully addicted to it like i'm like i can't not do this i have to do this i have to do this every time now because people people showed out you feel me like they bought it and they supported it so i was like you know i can't you know, I, I can't not do this now. You know, I could give shit out for free digitally, but I have to, now this is a part of the brand, like, right. to, to provide to people. They want that piece of art. So it's pretty crazy that people, you know, collect as much as they do. Yeah, man. Um, and I want to switch gears here a minute because somebody that was, like, instrumental to sample culture and production culture, MF Doom, passed away recently. Yeah. How are you processing that? Because I know when I first got the news, that shit just, I cried, you know? Like, it's mm-hmm. its very rare that you cry when, like, a big celebrity dies, but, like, man, that really hurt, you know? Yeah, I think the only other celebrities I cried for was um, Robin Williams, mm. Prince, and Mac Miller. Right, yeah. probably the only, like, creative whatever people that inspired me that I really like that shit struck home and then doom mm-hmm. um I mean I was in I was visiting my 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 girl in Baltimore and then for for New Year's and we we all got the news simultaneously mm-hmm. and it was kind of trash like to end to end a shitty ass year <laughs> like that was like the worst news ever <laughs> like <laughs> He passed away prior, but just to get that news on the last day of that year, it sucked. But I also think about it in a way where I'm like, damn, like, that year was really fucked up. But, like, you got to kind of just kind of keep it going. (laughs) Like, like, I'm a big-ass Doom fan, so that shit fucked me up, like, because I've been listening to Doom, like, forever. And just the inspiration behind just the whole character and sound that's what really struck me was just like damn like you know because deep down i'm like yo i want this guy to hear my shit (laughs) it's like that it's like damn like your idols are like going you know they're starting to like drop and shit and and it's just a crazy reminder how like life just life in general life is short you know all that shit Mm -hmm. it really it it affected me in a in a pretty like sad way but i also felt like damn like this guy's this guy's like message and just overall like just like being is just so epic like yeah you know, we all got to kind of strive for something like that you know 
You have to, you know. And for me, I don't know. For me, when I uh, first discovered his music in high school, it was just a way for me to like kind of connect, feeling like this outsider, you know, yeah. and having that 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 soundtrack to kind of um, deal with those feelings and whatnot. But also the MPC, the culture, the sampling was just out of this world. So yeah, I feel the same. Like I, not a lot of people when I was in high school were listening to anyone I was fucking with like that doom you know little brother mm. like shit like that like I was tapped in with that shit dumb early oh. and everybody was fucking with like little Wayne and Drake and all that other shit and that was cool too <laughs> but nobody really was like tapped in like that only a few people that were like you know connoisseurs they did they you know they they did research and fuck with everything from the game so I was like you know yeah. I feel that for sure because that was some shit you would listen to and be like, yeah, like, I feel like I'm a part of something. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, this is not for everybody, real shit. <laughs> it's um, very true. Yeah, it's like very, very in its pocket. Yeah, man. Um, so you have been incredibly busy. And I have, so prior to us getting on the phone call, I literally just copped stuff from Sacred, which is incredible. And then last month I got the Wizard Scroll. Um, I got from the 908, like, oh my God, like crazy. I got to send you all these. I got a bunch here still that I can send you all. I'll send you all. Jesus, how do you like, how do you have that drive to just keep working and keep creating? (laughs) It like, it goes back to what I was saying, like when, noticing that people like care about the music beyond it being like a link you know what i'm saying like people Mm. openly support what i do so i'm just like damn like i can't i can't let these people down now that's how i be feeling like (laughs) i got like a role to play and i got um i just got i also have something to show the world really and i've always since i was young i've always released a lot of shit and like I've, I've slowed up a little bit even though I release like periodically every two three months but I think now it's just like producing and rapping and everything that comes with it allows me to like put my put my mind in just different places like wizard scroll was like that was just like a side of like, it just shows a side of me of, like, that people wouldn't get through regular beats or rap music. Like, I'm I'm a video game fan. I fuck with right. Lord of the Rings and shit like that. So <laughs> I, I had to make something that show, you know, I could tweet about it and I could post pictures about shit that I like and, you know, video videos of me playing games, whatever the case may be. But, like, if I could put it in an album and show people, like, what inspired me to make the album, what I was doing and... Right. Give them that part of me, like, you know, I I just like to do it like that. So I I feel like I've just been on a a good pace, and I've also learned how to like work within my energy bounds. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, some weeks I'm not doing shit, and then some weeks I'm like pumping out work all day. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing Corona really helped with, like just me learning my boundaries with how I'm operate you know what i'm saying so right you know because we all got to relax too that's very true rest and reflection that, that helps for better work right like yeah, that's i feel what like I'm that's what helps me create as much as i create because i'll again like i'll go a week or two without doing anything but then i make one thing and it, it sparks that back up or right. i get an idea 
uh, yeah. I ain't here to tease the game, try and treat the change Living with peace and deplete the pain Seeking change, yeah. turn it into dollars, rearrange And lately I've been speaking towards the rain Shit don't seem the same, but I keep it on the push though it's interesting that you said that in these last couple of years you've really been like stepping in front of the mic and showing off your your skills and it's wild you know what made you what what made you decide to to do that to to step in front of the mic and and make that that crossover a little bit um i think it was really i used to i started off rapping like i've always been a rap fan and in high school like that's something we just did, like, the homies, like, we would just cut class and smoke weed and go rap and just do a bunch of shit like that. <laughs> and, like, it was, like, I feel like it was also, like, this thing in my city where it was, like, every, like a lot of just, like, male, young males did it. Like, we, right. we were in that world. We were in that urban mindset, like, melting pot of, of culture everybody listened to rap music. So it was just like this thing that everybody fucked with. Like whether you, like usually you would be a rapper fucking around or you would just be rapping like for real, for real. Like mm-hmm. everybody was doing it. And also like Jersey club culture and how we were so connected to like club music and parties mm-hmm. and emceeing and all that shit. Like it just goes hand in hand. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, so I feel Going from that, like, I was rapping, and then I started making beats in high school, and I performed a bit in high school and after high school rapping, and I got exposed to, like, beat sets watching, like, uh, old Boiler Room shit, you know, like, Sam I Am, and, like, them OG, like, DiBiase shits, and Raj Oh, my God, DiBiase is so slept on, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, and my first time seeing an SP was a Sam I Am video, and I'm like, this shit is crazy. Like, what the fuck is he using? Like, he's not DJing on a laptop. Like, because i never seen that. I was like, yo, what the hell is he doing? I've seen beat battles. But I'm like, yo, my man's is DJing off some little-ass remote. (laughs) And, I like, I went into the comment section and looked it up Mm -hmm. and just got my own. And from, you know, the rest is kind of history. From now, I just started doing, like, beats and, and shit like that. But... I got back into rapping because a lot of just my friends would tell me like, yo, your beats are fire. Right. You should rap again. Cause I was, you know, people, a lot of my friends thought I was pretty high. So. Yeah. And it's awesome. I was on some, like, I, I just wanted my beats to be like, I don't know. I just wanted them to be a lot more enhanced and better suit for the rap music I was trying to make. And also like, I wanted to be a student. I didn't want to rush into like, mm. be like, oh, I produce now. Now I'm going to just rap on my shit. Like I could have easily done that, but I wanted my beats to have that, that history that I needed to learn and, and apply before I, I stepped back into it. So now, now that I'm back into rapping, it's like, I feel like it's full circle. Like I understand mm-hmm. the production side and I've always understood the rap shit. So now it's just better than ever really like, that's really dope. Now you're like the complete package. <laughs> yeah, I try. I mean, I I like rap. I, I love rapping and I just want to get like a better idea of like how I could implement the beats and raps together. Because before, like, 
you know, the pandemic, I was, I started doing like rap and beat sets, like where I was like spontaneously doing both in the set. Right. And I was like getting into that mode. So yeah, people, and people enjoyed it. So I was like, I, I decided I got to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy it. And I want you to bring back the, uh, the After the Hunt series too. That was also really, really great. Oh, that one was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really cool. I need, uh, I need to bring that back. I mean, that, it was funny because that was like some shit where I was a little bit younger and I was thinking like, oh, like, you know, I'm going to make projects with, with the stuff that I sample on vinyl because right. I, it wasn't something I was really doing like that. But now that I do it like almost 90% of the time, I'm like, <laughs> I, I can't even do that anymore. But I think I might start doing it like awesome um, international city shit. Like I'll do it after the, after the hunt series, like, Italy or whatever, you know, Amsterdam, shit like that. Dude, that's awesome. That's actually a really good idea. Like, go travel, get a bunch of vinyl from there, and then see what you can make out yeah, of it. Yeah, make, make it like that, like a time capsule, that moment in time. Damn, that's so sick. Um, So recently I saw that you were out in Cali doing some stuff. Are you working with some artists out there? Yeah, I was working with uh, the homie Dirty Diggs. Mm. Um, I... I I had met him through my boy uh, Doe Network, who's like, he's just like this tastemaker, curator kind of dude who gets people together and just makes records happen and shit mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went out there and we were, we, we started working on the EP. Um, I, I met Planet Asia at his house. We had got a song in on some random shit. Wow. Um, but I really went out there to work with him. That was really, that was really it. I wanted to kind of just go and get something done. I knew that, like, traveling was a little weird, but in November, things were, like, a little, like, like, relaxed, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just go real quick, stay <laughs> safe, and bring my ass back, and it worked out, you know, right, three weeks after I got back, it started getting worse again because of the winter, you know what I mean, so. Yeah, man. I but I really went out there to just get some work in, and, 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 and visit my homie, Big Wave, really. It's really, really cool. I'm excited. And now you're gearing up for this E-Town General project. Yeah, I'm the wizard for a reason. Your ratings unseasoned. The wave too frequent to tweet. You can't reach me. The pan physique like a body built tough on a Jeep. We doing donuts on beats. Game cheese. In the lane with ease, they ask. And you just dropped, what, the Get a Boat video, which is so cool. I love that you've been incorporating a lot of music videos uh, into your work recently. Because I think that's like, that's... I think that's like a forgotten element for some artists is like the visuals, you know, like the visuals tell a story and are also a part of an artist's aesthetic as well. You know? Yeah. I feel like what's happening now is like, it was like in the blog era, you know what I'm saying? Like you needed videos like, and then for a while it was like just streaming and shit like that. Right. But now people are getting back to actually enjoying the visual aspect and, my OG always tells me, like, you can never have enough content, you know, like, right. and if it's, and rap, rap, raps only go so far until it gets visuals, like, yeah. I know, like, I'm, I love my work, I think it's great, but without visuals, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't hit as hard, or mm-hmm. any, any, anybody's shit, I like, I like seeing visuals with anything, like, once right. you have that extended piece, it just, uh, makes it like you know it just makes it that much uh better that's awesome i've been trying to get my video games uh my video game up there like with like just working with the right people 
and and building up a team of 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 uh, editors and videographers and stuff like that. Wow. What can we expect to hear on this new project? Is this going to be like a different flair for Brain Orchestra or? Yeah, this was this this project is a little bit. Um, it, it to me, it's almost like from the nine oh eight, it's like Big Brother. Wow. Because it's like, it's like short, you know, it's seven songs produced by me. Um, I have one feature on it, my boy Fast Life. And I really like focused on the instrumental, like the B aspects, you know, the instrumentals, like they have like very specific like feels if like, you know, the get a boat track is very like, just like kind of like just spacious and big you know what i mean it doesn't have drums but it's like very in your face and then i have like other flavors going on like that touch on that 90s q-tip type flow right and then um you know like just trying to hit those different expressions you know there's like some serious moments on it there's funny moments on it there's like some skits on it you know what i'm saying so yeah it's really just all different types of flavors and me just being being me really like expressing like you know who I am where I'm from mm-hmm. and what and how life I guess has been getting better yeah you know what I'm saying like and it's just an extension of that like being from being from New Jersey like that's always been something that I've always like done in my music like push New Jersey push my city got you know, I got so I love it. That's what I love. I love that so much about you and Unique as well. You guys rep for New Jersey hard, hard. (laughs) If it wasn't for growing up out here, like I wouldn't know a lot of shit. You know, I grew up around a lot of different culture and music culture and like different people from all over the place. And just being exposed to all of that. You know what I mean? It really, uh, you soak it in like a sponge, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Oh, man. So I got to ask you about this, about that spaghetti snare, man. It still, like, lives in my mind to this day. <laughs> no, I'm going to drop that beat. Like, <laughs> I think I'm going to, like, release it randomly. It's wild. I'm going to release it ra- ra- uh, randomly and put the clip back up. Like, that's another thing that Corona fucked up, man. Like, the 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 um the potluck shit you know yeah it was a really great series we we're supposed to like just well we're gonna continue it once things get you know yeah, back man. To normal but we yeah we, we we were gonna do a lot last year that's wild have you made a snare out of other really unconventional things before yeah i've made i've made out of a few things like <laughs> things breaking in my studio or slapping slapping a leather belt like stuff like that <laughs> I think about stuff like that because of, like, the way they make sounds for movies and animations, you know? Right. They're, all those, like, Foley sounds are, like, unconventional-ass shit, like, so it's funny. Yeah, it's really great. I love it. Um, but, yeah, you got to send me that, actually, because I want to use a piece of that. Yeah, I was waiting that over it for sure. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, so you've got, you've had so much, you've done so much. It's incredible to see. Is there one project in particular over these last couple of months that you're like, damn, this is dope. Like, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah, I think, um, I think Sacred is, is one of those. Mm -hmm. And, and like a lot, I, I mean, they all have their own like kind of piece of that, but I feel like Sacred because like, 
I just changed my whole like, just my whole um like workstation, I guess. And I I just changed my process around, and I felt like I made like a beat tape that was more like just direct and uh, like a direct stream of consciousness. I wasn't really thinking mm-hmm. about like a sound. I wasn't thinking about like specific shit. I was just making beats with this new process and it allowed me to like create like a piece of music that just made sense. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's and nice. I, it, it, it made me like realize like a lot of things just with beats, less is more you know, practicing on transitional stuff, like, I shine a lot of the project on how the songs go into each other, you know what I mean, stuff like that. Really so. nice. Um, the ones that I just caught today, Open Up, Stars at Night, and Angels Calling, all just beautiful. <laughs> really nice. Thank you. Um, oh, and then off of the 908, there's a song in particular that you sample, and I've been trying to look for the original sample for years now, um, but it's off of Intro 1 and 9. Do you remember what you sampled on that? Um, yo. <laughs> Hold on. Yes, I want to find that original song. It's so beautiful. Yeah. That power, right? Yeah. Damn. Damn, I gotta look that up. Okay. <laughs> because I don't know if it was a record or or um I don't know if it was a record or if it was like a uh or it was like a something on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I could yeah. try to find that for you though for sure. Yeah, yeah, that one was sick, man. I really loved it. Um, but the Wizard Scroll too was actually one of my favorites as well because you had it was an experience, right? Like you were telling the story, and then I think you had like um, the artwork to match with it and the comic to match with it, with it, which was really dope. I feel like that was one. That was one project that was another one where I feel like I did. It was an. It was like a just a steady like one shot kind of idea that came to life and worked out with my boy because it was just something that we bo- we both related to video games and folklore shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we always we always making jokes about shit like that and we always in the studio watching weird ass movies and shit. <laughs> so he's a, he's a funny ass dude, my boy Pooty. So that was, that was definitely one that was fun to make and it was based off a video game, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I made my own prequel to a video game that I've been playing on Sega and it was just like super interesting to to make it tie together you know I never thought of music like that either like right. how I could like damn like I could just make my own version of the sequel or prequel or whatever the fuck like you know what I mean like damn like you could just kind of finesse that and and, and show your perspective of it you know what I'm saying yeah you know what I would like to see from you I would like to see like a whole EP with like nothing but like old school like Brazilian samples. That'd be fun. I actually, I I, I had cop some Brazilian samples not too long of some some vinyl, but mm-hmm. I always wanted to like go to Brazil and dig out there because I know they probably got like the gem jewels. Like, because a lot of a lot of Brazilian stuff out here is like the the classic bossa nova and samba stuff, but I'm trying to find like their rock stuff and their jazz shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like shit that people never really heard like because 
I, I mean, I would love to. I would love to make a tape with like just bossa nova samples and shit like that. But that's something that's kind of been done respectfully by like the greats, like Dilla. Dilla's running like. Yeah. I never <laughs> want to flip a bossa nova sample because he caught that pocket, and that's like the pocket. Right. Like, he, caught, he, he made the hip hop pocket out of it, and it's like. I've never heard an execution like this good. So I was like, damn, I got to really think about that. It's funny you bring that up because I got hella Brazilian friends too that send me music all the time to sample. Yeah, man. Yeah, you should. Um, so somebody, oh, I wanted to ask you about something else too. I saw on Twitter too, you were saying that, you know, you you were running into some some haters on the internet, you know, and uh, <laughs> you want things to kind of go back to how they normally were or, or something to that nature. Um, yeah, about uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I realized that uh, sometimes it's like, I be, I be saying things and I want, I, I just try to make it like in a perspective that people can understand where it's like, I'm still thinking about shit as like a person sometimes. Yeah. And like, I love like art and social media. But, like, a lot of shit just, like, gets to me and other people like me real mm-hmm. easily. You know what I mean? But, like, I, I only said that because it's, like, I remember when I was dropping music on SoundCloud and, and doing shows, like, a lot of this shit didn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. having a career, like, and I get it. Like, you start having a career, you start, things become more important than other things people become less important. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just literally like growing pains, but in a whole nother part of your life, basically. Mm. So I was just like, think about it. Like, damn, like I remember when we would just drop music and everybody fucked with it. Like it wasn't no politics. Like, and I'd be fucking with everybody. Shit. I have so, so many tapes and like vinyl of friends and people. Right. Probably people that could probably like care less about me, like you know what I mean. But I don't give. A, I don't really think about it like that. I think I just like to support what's going on. But it does get to me sometimes. Like I do think about it, and it does uh, rub me the wrong way sometimes. Where I'm like, damn, like this shit is kind of corny. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, but it is what it is. Like you know. Yeah, that's okay. You're always gonna have a little bit of hate when you know you're doing something right. You know you you're gonna have a little bit of. Pushback. Oh, and on the side and on the hate shit like that, I had got like a direct comment about some shit, but it was like just someone involved in my city, and it was just like really like reflective. Like, yeah, this is funny. Like, <laughs> like that's okay. Uh, but you're doing it'd incredible. Cool. Right? It'd, be, it'd be cool. I'm, I know what I'm doing. I'm chilling. I'm fucking right. eating my shit. Just oh, <laughs> nobody. That is so cool. Um, so what's what, what are you working on next beyond the Eton General? Is there anything else that you're kind of bubbling up? Yeah, I just have like uh, I just have like a nice yearly rollout ready to go. Like um, after the Copenhagen crates, uh, Eton General drop, um, I'm going to probably I don't know. I have I have so much stuff done, like ready to go. But right. now I'm just thinking about how I'm going to, like, keep my audience, like, not knowing what's going to happen. So might, might, might drop some beats, might drop some other raps. Some, I have, like, collab tapes with other producers that I'm rapping on their shit. Nice. So I'm, like, I'm just lining it up, really. But people could just expect, like, 
a lot of good beats and more like more more raps and videos and just good content vinyl for sure sweet yeah you should merch think about like hop, yeah merch and think about like hopping on some live streams i'd love to see you just like cutting up you know what i mean yeah i'm trying to um i'm trying to do some stuff soon i'm i gotta hit up some folks i know in february i gotta i gotta film um for i forgot the name i feel bad but they're in jersey city and they they did my friend uh annie the wise and they do like a little live stream like performance interview kind of thing mm-hmm. so i'm gonna keep people tapped in with that nice. and i also want to try to uh uh do say with rathmatic from the b junkies I, i've been meaning to hit him up and see if he wants to do something like a little show of some sort mm-hmm. i'm still trying to figure the live stream shit out yeah, it's kind of a weird space to navigate. Because like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you don't same. have that <laughs> that like live audience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was talking about this yesterday. I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> it just makes it like that much better. Like when you're in a room with people, but I don't know the fact that people will still log on and like pay like be able to pay attention to something like I, I keep my mind open to it i've done a few this year but i want to do like some more uh well last year i'm sorry i want to do some more this year though and try to like do a nice setup like you know camera setup shit like that mm-hmm. make it interesting nice sweet well i don't want to keep you too long thank you so much for taking time out man i really really uh, thank, appreciate thank it. you it's been a minute and yeah. i'm in the crib so it's good to be able to just chop it up. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, if people want to find you, follow you, listen to your music, where do they find you? Uh, BrainOrchestra.net. Nice. Simple, you can find uh, all my social links there. Um, I have merch on sale there on Bandcamp, um, videos, all that stuff. We're coming out of the interview between me and Brain Orchestra. Man, he's so great. Uh, please support his music and keep an eye out on him. He's going to be dropping that E-Town General project along with a bunch of new releases, I'm sure. I mean, he's literally been unstoppable, especially over this last year, just dropping from, you know, dropping every other week, it seems. Um, so I have all the links to his Bandcamp and socials in the comments. Please support. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're posted up a storm and we would love for you to be a part of the community. Any help always is great for the podcast. We're looking for ways to fund and support this show. So if you'd like, please join our Patreon community. You get access to a lot of fun perks at different tiers. Um, and I'll be sharing a little bit more content about the show over there. So join us at patreon.com slash club management one.